0: Hey there and welcome to Soul Church.
1: Our prayer is that this message encourages you wherever yeah. you may be in life.
0: You know, we've been hearing so many stories about what God is doing in people's lives and we'd love to hear yours. So take a second and send your story to stories at soulchurch.com.
1: Thanks again for joining us today and we hope that you enjoy the message. God bless. Today is a very special day. Once a year we have something called Vision Sunday and I'm really excited to invite up to our platform our senior pastor and listen strap yourself in because this message is going to inspire you in the room inspire you online so we love pastors John and Chantel they are leaders with vision and inspiration. We want to honour them and honour the word. So would you stand to your feet and come on? Let's welcome Pastor John to come and bring the word. Thank you. I don't know about you. We just had a little glimpse, a little glimpse into our future, and um, we were worshiping. Alan just tapped me on the shoulder and he said. We've drawn a line in the sand today and I feel like we've declared an end to the last two years today. As we, as we began to sing God's great dance floor, I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying enough is enough. Enough is enough. We're moving forward. We're not looking back. We can't change the past. Come on, enough is enough. Enough is enough. The church of the living God is alive Every nation, every tribe, every age group was praising God. This was a little glimpse of heaven today. Steve said we're so grateful to have Martin and Anna and Ruby and Mary with us today. We, we love this family. They are our family, our church family. And, uh, you know, Martin was leading worship in Bogota, Colombia this week and got on a plane to be back here. And we are just so grateful for you both. And the encouragement we set up. Not many Saturday nights of the year do we sit up late talking to people, but these guys, you know, some people people come into your life and they just kind of take, 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 take. Other people come into your life and give, 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 give. And these guys are replenishers. And whenever we get around Martin and Anna, we just feel replenished. We feel refreshed, restored, and thank you for your love, your friendship. And we just, yeah, we just want to honour the gift and the incredible anointing on your family, and we love you. Would you once again just thank them for being in Norwich with us today? We love you both. Well, welcome to Vision Sunday 2022. What what an atmosphere, and also the end of our fast today, tonight, and uh, the feast begins. If you haven't fasted yet, you can start your 21 days today. We'll cheer you on. Come on, we're hearing stories. If you've if you've had a miracle, a breakthrough. No, know, we were believing for closed doors to open. One of those happened for our church this week. We're beginning believing for addictions, destructive habits to break. If you've had one of these miracles, we are believing for prodigals to come home. If something has happened, please let us know at info@soulchurch.com. At we love good news. There's enough bad news out there. That's why we love to broadcast good news. From the platform so let us know your good news over the last two days all right let me pray and then we're going to jump into this Are you ready yeah. father god we we know you're real because we can feel you we can sense you right here in this room and father as we come here today we we want to be enlarged as we father as we speak the new word over your church for this year father I pray we received people would run with it father they would run with the vision they wouldn't just hear it they would run with it father and we thank you that we do everything we do because we want to see souls come into the kingdom so we declare souls over 2022 in our church in jesus name amen amen all right say hi to the person on the way down take your seats say hi to the person on the other side your second favorite person Vision 2022 is split into two halves. The first half is today, which we're going to be sharing big picture, and then the nuts and bolts will be on Tuesday night, and I really want to encourage you to come back on Tuesday. We won't be broadcasting the service on Tuesday night, um, because we want the whole church to gather. It's really important. Chantelle and I are going to be sharing some real uh, important things, and uh, we're going to be announcing who our new worship pastor in the church is going to be. Sadly, it's not Martin. People have been asking, is it Martin? Uh, He he didn't quite get through the interview stages. Um, He was close though, he was close, but he had all the values, he had everything, he was just, he felt his songwriting wasn't, you know, (laughs) let me tell you, any time he wants a job, who thinks he can have a job at Soul Church, always welcome. But uh, we're going to be announcing our new worship pastor and we're also going to be announcing our new service times on ch- on tuesday night so we have new service time starting at easter and just when you're getting comfortable in your service it's all gonna go up in the air again and we hey who loves change i love change send the person next to say change is your friend Tuesday night, so I encourage you to be in the room. We have a kids' program available, so you can bring your kids out, and we also have some light nibbles served before as well for you to enjoy. Well, once a year, we remind our church about our mission and our vision, and really just catch the spirit of who we are, and then we're going to share with you some of the things for this coming year. So our mission at Soul Church has and will never change. It's three words, love in action people say, what is Soul Church all about? It's about putting Christ's love into action at our universities, in our schools, in our workplaces. It's simply to shine the love of Jesus in amongst our community. And um, the vision of the church is something that our staff and team sat down uh, over two years ago and we put this together and it's called The Church That I See. I want to read it out because maybe some of you are new and you've never seen this before and you kind of want to understand more of who and what Soul Church is about. I want to read this to you. It says, I see a church that unashamedly proclaims that Jesus is the hope of the world. I see a church that welcomes everyone home into a warm, loving, life-giving community where you can belong before you believe. I see a worshipping church whose vibrant songs connect us to the heart of God. I see a church where buildings struggle to contain the increase. I see a church committed to raising, training, and empowering the next generation who will go from this place and change the world. I see a church empowered by the Holy Spirit, where God uses ordinary people, the dream team, to accomplish the extraordinary. The church that I see has Christ at the center, Jesus is made famous, and God gets the glory. I see a church which is a home for the broken, a refuge for the lost, and a place of healing for the sick. I see a church that champions the cause of the local church in our city, our nation, and around the world. I see a multi generational and multicultural church, so young at heart that people come from all nations and walks of life to find a place of acceptance and family. I see a church where the impossible becomes possible for a life giving atmosphere of expectancy and faith. I see a church whose head is Jesus, whose help is the Holy Spirit, and whose focus is the Great Commission. The church that I see could well be our church. Soul church. Come on, there it is. You got to declare it out, you got to speak it out. That's the church that we see. So, out of that, we have four values. We have many values, but four core values of our church. The first one is we are Christ centered. We want to make Jesus famous. We want to make Jesus famous. Jesus said, If I be lifted up, I will draw people. Secondly, we want to empower people, whether it's the children in worship, whether it's people in the arrivals team, whether it's people on the cafe, whether it's people on the streets, we want to empower you with a God-given potential that he's placed inside of you. We're an outward, third value is we are outward focused. We don't want to look inwards. If we look inwards, we'll all start squabbling and fighting. We'll see all of our kind of inadequacies and all the troubles inside, but hey, we want to be outward focused. We want to love people around the world. And fourthly, we're life-giving. We want to have a lot of fun in church. Church should be enjoyed, not endured. And we love having fun in church. We're a little bit mischievous as well at times. We like to bring the kids on the platform and mess up the program. We like to bring life. And Jesus is a giver of life. And so you'll see the mission and you'll see the vision and the values all around the church. But I want to encourage you, don't just memorize them, be them. Okay, so take hold of them, be what we speak. And so once a year, we also, um, we we like to give you some metrics as a church, let you know how we're doing and where we're going. And it's important that as the church, you know what's been happening over the past 12 months, And uh, just bear in mind, this has been a real challenging uh, year, as as, as we all know, with lockdowns and restrictions, but uh, we're just going to fly through these, just to give you some headlines of where we're at. The the key metric for me is always going to be people finding Jesus and discipleship, and um, 57 kids over the past 12 months made decisions for Christ, 52 young people in our youth services, 20 young people in our young adults. And we have 310 first time decisions for Jesus over the past 12 months and 995 at the wonder. I don't know about you, I think these are staggering figures. Remember, we've been to be in lockdown. We're not even meant to have been open. (laughs) Don't tell anyone. 40 people went through the waters of baptism over the past 12 months. Our soul foundation team, which is the community arm of our church, served 3,752 meals to those on the streets, to our homeless community. We distributed over 1.6 million meals in our local community through soul food, which brings the grand total to the start of the pandemic to 3.2 million meals have gone out. And we were able to bless... 814 children wow. at Milecross Primary and other schools who may not have had a Christmas present this year. So through the Wonder Tree. 742 people took a red bag, new people we had through our doors. 83 current small groups across the county. Our attendance um, in 2021 in the room was 729 people, average attendance, Uh, average viewing attendance was 450, Uh, YouTube views in 2021 was 91,000 people tuned in for church across the year, and already, the staggering statistic for me is already in 2022, we have a weekly average now in person of over 1,000, so we've jumped in, just in a a few short weeks, we've jumped back to where we were pre-pandemic, and you're not just a church that shows up, you're a church that gives. And we want to just give you a quick overview of the finances. And in 2021, we received over £847,000 in tithes and offerings came into the church. And the miracle is that was 6% up on the previous year. Come on, God is faithful. God is faithful. Last year, we were able to give £136,196 to Mission out of that money which is way over the 10% that we set. So as a church we don't we, we believe in tithing, not just we believe in tithing as individuals, but we believe that we tithe on our giving as well, tithe on the tithe. So we're able to bless those in greatest need. And Soul Foundation, Soul Foundation spent 594,000 pounds on food in the local community over the past 12 months which again it's just that's the amount of money equivalent to giving the food, and then uh, half the house, as you all know, or most of you know, 1.161 million came in in November towards moving the church forward with the new buildings and blessing those in uh, in the nations around the world. So come on, let's thank God for His goodness. <laughs> to God be the glory. So every year, Chantel and I, we ask God for a word. We don't just want to go into a new year without a fresh word, something new, something that's going to really catapult us into uh, this new chapter. And we pray and we ponder and we seek God. Then we present the word around the table to our senior leadership team. We ask them what they think. And this is the word of God for 2022. I want us to stand as we read this together. It's going to come up on the screen. It's going to come up on your screens at home. Great to have our online community joining with us in this service. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. All right, you can sit down again. Israel's... History is riddled with wreckage of war and it's marked by the scars of foreign empires that have come in and attacked and destroyed that nation. And the nation, it lies in ruin. There is bloodshed and uh, there has been captivity. And the whole nation uh, is um, struggling and Isaiah the prophet comes along and he speaks a word of life into that situation. And amidst the pain, the disappointment, the hurt, the persecution, he speaks these words that we've just spoken. He says, arise and shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And Israel would have felt in a hopeless situation. But just as Israel felt hopeless, our world feels hopeless right now. There is a darkness over our world. There is a darkness that is hovering over our cities in the aftermath of the pandemic. People feel alone. People feel disconnected. Friendships have broken down. Families have broken down. In our city, over the last few days, we've experienced three murders. Three young lives lost. In my lifetime, that has never happened in our city. There is a deep darkness in the world. There is domestic violence. I was speaking to the chief constable of Norfolk recently. He said that domestic violence in the city is off the scale. Divorce rates have never been higher. Drug abuse and drug dealing. And this is what Isaiah said. He says, see, darkness covers the earth. And there is a thick darkness over the people." And the same word which God gave to Isaiah is the same word that God is giving to us in 2022 to speak over our city. He says these three words. He says, arise and shine. In the midst of the depression, the darkness, the struggle, he says, I want you to arise and shine. Our word for 2022 is arise. Our word, don't get too excited, is arise. The church of the living God Families, marriages, businesses, we are going to arise. Now, growing up, one of my distinctive memories was my mum would walk into my bedroom. We had these big, big curtains with some French windows, and she would pull them open. It, was, it felt like the middle of the night. It was 10 in the morning. And she would say these three words. She would say, arise and shine. Anyone else's parents used to come in and say, arise and shine. Now we say, wakey, wakey. Or we say, get up. But that was spoken over our children. It was spoken over me. It wasn't just time for school. What mum did or didn't realise is she was actually speaking the word of the Lord over me at the start of the day. And I want to declare the word of the Lord over you for 2022, which is arise and shine. God's divine plan for Soul Church is right here, written in these two verses, 3,000 years ago. And these three words, arise and shine, they are not a suggestion or an idea or an opinion for the church. This is God's command for the church. This is a command that God is speaking over his church for 2022. He wants us to arise and shine. Now, I am not an end times preacher. I'm not a doomsday prophet. But there is a deep darkness over our world right now. And there's no doubt about it that God is planning his return. And there's never been a time for the church to rise and shine. The bride of Christ to arise and shine. Now, three quick thoughts for 2022 from these two verses. Number one is this. We've got to arise with the feet of courage. The very first word, he chooses his words carefully. He says, arise. He's speaking to the Israelites, He's saying, hey, before you can shine, you've got to get up. Before we can move forward in life, we've got to get up. Step out. We've got to get out of the rut. Some of us, we've been in this this rut of COVID for too long. And as Martin was saying today, it's it's time for the church to arise. It's a new beginning. And our world is in a slumber right now. Because people's confidence has has been shaken. We've all met people and they're too scared to leave their homes right now or head back to work because fear has paralysed our world. As followers of Christ, we're called to arise with the feet of courage. God's not called us to live timid. He's not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind to walk with the feet of courage. Courage is not the absence of fear, by the way. It's the presence of God. The presence of God comes in. Courage is simply putting our trust in God for this new year. I'm believing for courage for 2022 for you. I know for some of you, life has taken your courage. It's stolen your courage. It's stolen your confidence. The word of the Lord is coming today. and It says, arise, arise. And as a church, we're going to have, we're going to be walking with the feet of courage this year. This is a big year for our church. No, this is a big year for our church. We're going to have to put on the feet of courage. This week, work began on our new church. Then we got, they began, they put all the fences up, and the builders have been on site, and uh, this week, they're um, putting the drainage diversions in. Not that any of you care about that, but it means when you go to the bathroom and flush the toilet, everything just works itself out. Um, so all the inner workings are beginning, and it's exciting, and we're going to have, well, there's a camera, which we're going to be putting on online, and you can watch the building go up from your, from your office, and we've got to arise. Let me tell you, we're going to need the feet of courage. And uh, 16, 16 years ago next week, the original church building burnt down on that site. 16 years. I know it was 16 years because I was getting married just a few weeks before and Delirious were playing in that venue two weeks later. And um, we played in the, in fact, we got some, there he is. There he is. He's not changed at all. That was Martin in Norwich in 2006 at the open venue. That was an amazing night. And at the, end, at the end of the night, we had a 1,000 kids packed into the open youth venue. And at the end of the night, who was there that night? Anyone there at the open? There we go. At the end of the night, the BBC said to Martin. and they said, hey, tell us what it was like to play here and what happened with the old venue. He said this. He says, fire may have burnt down the original church for this concert, but nobody is ever going to put out the fire and the passion of God in people's lives. Why? Because you've got to keep walking with the feet of courage. Five years ago today, Chantelle and I, I think there's a picture going to come up, five years ago today, we, we took the courageous first step, and we announced to the church in that moment that um, we're going to be rebuilding up on the heart seas where the church burnt down, and it took five years to get to the start of this week, but we've got to keep walking with the feet of courage. And maybe your dream, maybe the thing that you've been holding on to feels like it's been burnt down. Maybe you feel like you've lost courage. The word of the Lord for this year is a rise with the feet of courage. I want us to walk into 2022 with courage. I'll never forget when we announced it to the church in 2017. And we said, church, we're now going to head down to the heart season. We're going to pray and we're going to c- reclaim that land. And in the sky... In the sky, it was a cloudless day, and in the sky, this appeared. The cross appeared hanging over the land the very cross that was lit up the night sky when it burnt down and it was God says I will put my signs and wonders in the sky and for some of you you're thinking that's weird trust me I was thinking the same that was God just giving us a little kiss from heaven to say keep walking with the feet of courage and when you keep walking with the feet of courage God will keep blessing you and honoring you and speaking to you And the church is rising again from the ashes. You intended to harm me. But God intended it for good to accomplish what now is being done, which is the saving of many lives. I declare courage over you in your marriage. I declare courage over you as a leader. I declare courage over the teachers in this room. I declare courage over the NHS workers in this room. I declare courage over every mom and dad and grandparent. I declare the feet of courage over you for 20 years. 22. It's time for us to arise again. We've got to arise with the feet of courage. Number two, we've got to shine with the heart of compassion. First of all, you've got to get up. Can't achieve anything from your bed, from your couch. God is saying it's time to get up again. This is a word for someone today online. It's time to get up, it's time to get back to church. It's time, it's time to put on the feet of courage. We love you and we miss you. And your seat is waiting. But before, the next step is to shine. Arise and shine. Here's the good news. The darker the world becomes, the easier it is to see light. So the darker it gets out there, guess what? We shine even brighter. In the book of John, it says the light shines in the darkness but the darkness cannot overcome it. Light attracts. And as a church, we're never going to preach darkness from this platform. We're going to preach the light of Jesus. And as the church, we get to shine the light of Jesus in these dark times. We're called to be the light of the world, a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. What I love about our new building, I feel like we're hidden away down Mason Road. People always say, where are you? And you sort of have to talk about B&M and Hughes. KFC. Stop it. Stop it. Not yet. Not yet. Too early. Too soon. Too soon to be talking about the bargain bucket. But I feel like we're a little bit hidden up down here. I feel like we're going to put the church on a hill. And we're going to light up. The first thing you're going to see when you drive past that new building is the name of Jesus. It's going to say, Jesus, hope of the world. People are going to drive past in a hopeless situation, and they're going to see Jesus, and we're going to hear people crying out to Jesus. I'm going to believe that people are just going to pull in, and whether it's whatever we're doing, they're going to come in, and they're going to shine the light. But hey, before any object can shine, there must be a source of reflection of light. In other words, it's reflected light which makes things shine. So We can't shine the light of Jesus if we're not in love with Jesus. And if we had one thing that Chantal, if we had one burden on our heart for this year, it would be this, that we would fall in love with Jesus again. Not fall in love with the church. If you fall in love with Soul Church, you'll end up leaving at some point because this church will let you down. I will let you down. People will let you down. Your coffee will be cold. You won't get your parking spot. Someone won't email you. Someone won't get you invited to someone. Someone will hurt you. Something will happen if you fall in love with the church. I love the church. Jesus gave his life for the church. But before you fall in love with the church, you need to fall in love with Jesus. The person of Jesus. Jesus is beautiful. Jesus is loving. He is kind. He is compassionate. So I encourage you. Don't fall in love with your favorite speaker, your favorite podcast, your favorite band, your favorite preacher. Fall in love with this book. Fall in love with this book because we can't shine the heart of compassion if we're not under the light. And so this year, I want us to have a greater love for the Word of God, a greater love for prayer. That is the vision this year, for us to receive more light into our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8, he says, Jesus spoke again to the people. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. We'll have the light of light. Wouldn't it be great this year if we just radiated Jesus from our lives? But you've got to be under the light to shine the light. Sometimes we want to shine the light and do all the good works, but I want the good works to be attached to the light. And once we've been with Jesus, we have the light of compassion. You know, darkness is not driven away by preaching at it. It's driven away by the presence of light. Some of the problems in our world, we're trying to preach at them. And you've just got to be light. Just be light. Just be Jesus. We're going to hear a story now of an amazing girl in our church. Her name is Izzy, and she discovered the light in her life and um, the incredible work that God has done. So check this out on the screen.
0: Grew up really happy, uh, two great parents, older sister, everything was fine and I was about 14 and I got glandular fever and then that developed into ME which just changed everything. I was unable to get out of bed, to shower. I lost contact with all friends and it was difficult, definitely difficult. I couldn't give people eye contact, I couldn't have conversations. The idea of leaving my house just was overwhelming and I would panic and I'd have panic attacks and I felt really isolated but it was like that for nine years. I would find myself just laying in bed just feeling like trapped in my own body and one thing that I used to do was I used to say the Lord's Prayer to myself. It was something that we were taught in middle school. At that point there was no value to that that didn't mean anything to me but I used to say the Lord's Prayer to myself and I used to feel this peace and it would be very brief, but I would feel it. And then I started to pray and that slowly began to grow and I just began to really think that there's got to be more for this. I'm not, this this can't be it for me. Like, and it was a really private relationship. I was very quiet about it. I didn't really talk to anyone. And I began to pray that God would put people in my life that had a similar faith. And I met this incredible lady and she was like, you should go to church. So I was looking online and I saw an advert for Soul Church and I was like, I'm gonna go. So I just walked up on 2019, January. It was a a mental health panel. Turned up and sat and didn't look at anyone. I didn't give anyone eye contact and I just sat at the back and left. I was like, I'm never going back. There was too many people. I can't do that. Like that's too much. I I just couldn't forget how it felt when everyone was singing worship and how impactful that was. So, three weeks later, it was losing a Sunday, and I'm going to go back, and the word was released. And I sat there in fact, the I can tell you where I sat, and I just cried. And Rachel got up on platform. and said, there's somebody here that's struggling with tires and any. And I just sat there and like, said, this is, this is it. Like, this is where I need to be. Ever since then, my life has just changed dramatically. I can look at people in the eye now, which is, sounds like a very silly thing. That's a really big deal. I can walk into rooms alone and be okay. I can be sociable. I can have friends. I had no friends for so long, and now I have some amazing friends. So I am grateful for a God that's really patient. I would probably encourage people to keep showing up. Join the group. Show up. Just keep showing up. Keep coming to church. Keep getting in your way. I'm very grateful for Start Church.
1: Wow, what a story of what happens when you connect yourself to the light. She began to say those words, our Father who art in heaven, the light of Jesus came inside. What Lizzie didn't say is that she now leads our homeless ministry on a Wednesday night and serves those who are battling with darkness. And that's what Jesus does. You see, when you come under the light, he fills your heart with compassion and he enables you to go and help others. And this is how we change the world. We don't change the world through politics. We change the world through hearts of compassion. And we will continue to reach more like Izzy. And that's why we're committed to speaking the word of God and truth from this platform. Because that's what it does in people's lives. And so we're going to continue to see people shine. And as a church, we've been asking God how we move forward for 2022. And with soul sold food. And we've been supporting 800 families over the past, uh, f- you know, over the past 24 months, and giving them food parcels through this pandemic, but in the next few days, we're going to be opening something brand new for our church, and it's going to be the Soul Social Supermarket. And some of you have been asking what the uh, quarter cabins are on the left as you as you come in, and it's going to be a community hub, and we're going to continue to f- support or offer to support the 800 families, and they can come in and. Uh, buy food at very very reduced uh, rates and um, it's a gateway it's the first step for us yes it's food but they're coming into this community it's the first step to restoration freedom and ultimately faith and so for us the the food warehouse will be moving up here and we're going to be um bringing in families and individuals from the local community and they will be coming up on, on midweek and the weekend and we'll give a lot more details around this on Tuesday night but we're going to be opening a supermarket at the church and I'm really excited about it and so people who are in need and really on the breadline will be able to come and again find hope in the church because this is the heart of compassion. This is the heart of compassion, and hey, if you want to get involved in that, if you say, hey, I could donate some, some hours midweek, we're looking for a, an army of volunteers, say so, hey, I'd love to, and they're going to have a, you know, there's obviously our cafe's open, and we're going to have to point people inside and community, there'll be a little area they can sit down, and we've got debt recovery classes that we're running as well, and we all, all, all sort of thing, classes to help people move forward in life. And so really, this is a huge step forward for us. And uh, we'll let you know the exact date. We've had builders and decorators and uh, maintenance people in coming to help us, but we're gonna get that open as soon as we can. And it's another huge step forward. And this way, the community are gonna be coming to us and we can shine. And we're also committed to all of our global initiatives around the world in South Africa and India and Pakistan and the Philippines and Israel and uh, our ongoing partnership with Compassion. We love Compassion and on Mothering Sunday, we are going to be uh, again giving an opportunity to uh, to the church to partner with us as we support the work of compassion. So we are committed to shine with the heart of compassion. So we've got to arise with the feet of courage, shine with the heart of compassion, and number three, we've got to see with the eyes of expectation. Arise, shine, see. The Israelites, all they would have seen in front of them was devastation and loss, their city in ruins. And God speaks to Isaiah and he says this, he says, see, see, the word see. Yes, there's darkness that covers all the city and the earth, thick darkness. It's so dark, you can't even see through it. But one word changes the narrative and the word is but. But the Lord rises upon you. One word, but. My marriage is falling apart. That's what you see, but this is where you change the narrative, but the Lord can rise upon it. See, my business is failing, but the Lord. See, my children are away from God, but the Lord. See, we have a huge faith gap for our new building. Let me tell you, if you add a but to your life, it will change your expectation. We've got to add the but. Turn to your name and say, I need to add the but. <laughs> add the but. But the Lord. It's amazing when you change your expectation, you change your words. But the Lord. For some of you, you've been experiencing loss and grief and pain. But the Lord rises upon you. You see, when you add the but, suddenly it changes your expectation. They expected a a dry end to the wedding, but Jesus turned water into wine. They expected no lunch as they sat down, but Jesus turned it into a banquet. Daniel in the lion's den, they expected a bloodbath the next morning, but Jesus saved the day. Today, Chantelai's prayer is that we would change our expectation for 2022. If you expect 2021 in 2022, you will get it. We've got to change our expectation. I'm believing for a year of favor as the church arises. I'm believing for greater miracles. I'm believing for health over our church. We're believing for breakthrough. We're believing for release in certain areas in your life. We're believing for addictions to break. We've got to change our expectation. But the Lord, come on, but the Lord, but the Lord rises upon you. Chantelle and I, we've been, over the last two years, like so many Vicars and Padres and pastors really been asking God, what, what does the next 10 years look like for church? What does it look like for us? And we're ambitious and we've got big dreams. And, but we also saw how some of the challenges in churches and church leadership around the world, and we don't want to fall into maybe some of those traps. And probably if you'd have asked me two or three years ago, we, were, we would want you to have planted a soul church in every major city in the UK. And over the last two years, we've, God's really been working on our hearts. And we will plant churches, but they'll look different. We don't want to put soul churches everywhere. We really feel that God has called us to love our city. And what we've seen is, and there's, let me tell you, every pastor has a different strategy, and this is not what's right for us, may not be right for anyone else, and this is not pointing a finger at anyone, but we don't feel that we're going to do that because we don't want to split ourselves so thin. It affects our marriages. affects our relationship with our children. Our children resent the church. We want to just love Soul Church here. And we want to love our city. And kind of the word that jumped out at me was that Jesus lamented over Jerusalem. He cried for his city. And we want to pour the rest of our lives into one city. So what does that mean? Well, that means that if people want to start churches and they come to us and we really feel peace. We want to send. We're going to call it the father son model. the Father and mother and children model, which basically means if people say so you want to start a church in Birmingham, that's the city, you come to see us. We will send you. We will equip you. We will empower you. We will resource you. And we will send you out as a son and a daughter of this house. Um, but you, ultimately, you're responsible for you. But if things go good, come and see us and we'll give you a pat on the back. If things don't go good, maybe we'll give you a little slap on the backside, all right? But what we'll do is we'll love you. But we, as a church, we we just feel that we want to pour our lives not into 10 cities because we don't know if we could stretch ourselves so much. And it takes a lot of courage to say these things because the empire in me would love to build, build, build. But I just want to love Norwich. And I think, I honestly think if we could just wake up, if if we all just loved our cities, what a difference it would make rather than trying to love five cities, because there's, there's enough people in Norwich for 10 lifetimes. We've got a million people in Norfolk to love. So we're just going to love people here. And, uh, you know, we've had opportunities to do things over the last few months, and we really felt committed here. And so we made that commitment to put our roots down even deeper. They were already deep, but Chantelle and I made it. And we wanted to let you know that we're, our roots are here. We're not going anywhere. And there's no thing that can distract us from that, because when you make a commitment, especially a public commitment, this is what God's called us to do. And so you say, well, what would happen then with the, after the new church? Well, a lot's going to happen because we feel the best way to impact the city is through education of our children and our young people. And so our heart for, and I don't know if this will take five years or 10 years, and this is a big, big dream, would be have our own school. So we'd have our own school, and that's not taken away. That's not to say we're any better or worse than any other school in in. in, in in the country or in the county. We have some incredible schools, incredible teachers. But we really felt called to, Chantelle and I, to really build a Christian school built around biblical values. And what uh, my dream would be what you saw here at the start of church is that we would have an assemblies at the start of the school day. And kids would just be so on fire for God. And so really, that's where we're going. That's big picture. We'd love to start a soul church school and... I feel like God's positioned us and given us land and all sorts of things, and we don't want to, we don't want to waste that. We want to make sure we're using that. So we're going to pour our energies and efforts. And I think the greatest way to impact a nation is through children. I think we could kill ourselves trying to start ten churches, but actually to create a school where we teach Godly values, we teach the Bible. And uh, I think we, we create a new generation who's going to go out. As we saw in the vision that I see, the church that I see, that, that will go out from this place and change the world. We will create sons and daughters who do that. So there it is. There it is. So. <clears throat> but the Lord rises upon you. I think that's it come on, let's stand to our feet. I could go all day, but we haven't got time. We're way over. We're going to rise with the feet of courage. We're going to shine with the heart of compassion. And we're going to see with the eyes of expectation. This is what our year is all about. So we want to give you a gift. We always really think long and hard about what we can do to send you away with something to remind you about what's been spoken and for you to hold on to for the year and our creative team have created this beautiful card, poster, A 5 gift for you. And we want you to place this in a significant part of your home, maybe on the fridge, maybe in your front room you can frame it. And I want this word, I want this word to arise again in you, arise and shine. And on, on those moments where you feel like you can't get up of bed, I want you to remember those two words from Isaiah, arise and shine. Walk with the feet of courage and the heart of compassion. Before you leave work, God, fill me with Jesus. May your light radiate on me today so people can see the goodness and the kindness of Jesus. This is how we're going to change our city. This is how we're going to make a difference in our world by a rise and shine. So I'm going to ask the host team and... Uh, We'll make sure we put a PDF format on a website so you can download that online as well so you get a copy. On the back are all the points that I made today and we've placed it in a little envelope. You don't have to open that now. You can take it home later. But once you've got that, I want to pray. I want to pray over this vision. Maybe Chantelle, around. I'm going to ask Chantelle to step out and we're going to pray. And we're going to speak life over this. This is a big year for our church. This is a big year. We're fully in, we're fully in, we are all in. We are fully committed to the church, to the city and we're an army that's rising and nations are gonna look on. Cities are gonna look on and say, if God can do it in Norwich, surely God can do it in Birmingham, surely God can do it in Liverpool, surely God can do it. If the glory of the Lord is rising upon this city, nations and cities and people will see glory at work. So come on Chantel why don't you pray. Would you hold this little envelope up? This is a sign to say we're in this. We're rising up together. We're shining together. We're going to see things different this year. Amen.
0: Thank you Jesus. Come on, everyone. Let's pray together online. Father, we are so grateful, Lord, that we can play part, Lord, in seeing your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth, just as it is in heaven. Father, we're so grateful that you truly have changed us. You saved us from the pit and from the mud and the mire, and you set our feet upon a rock. We're so thankful, Lord, that you put courage inside of us. We're so thankful that you lift us up, Lord. You lift our heads, Father. We will look to the mountains. We will look to the hills Father we know that our help comes from you Lord and we thank you that we can go out and be the salt and light in this earth Father in our city, in our marriage in our home, in our schools in our workplaces so Father be with us Lord I thank you that the church of God is alive and we're going from strength to strength in Jesus mighty name Amen Amen. We will
1: walk with courage into 2022 we will shine with the heart of compassion and we will see through the eyes of faith that is the vision will you run with it we need you to run time is short we need you to run there are people who need Jesus there are people who need feeding there are people who need loving there are people out there who need the love of Jesus today it begins with that before we conclude the service I would love to to pray for one more group of people you've never made a decision never made a decision to make Jesus the Lord and the Saviour of your life maybe a friend brought you today maybe you're here for the first time maybe you're watching online maybe you're listening to a podcast later on but you're saying hey I've never made that decision to follow Christ well this is your moment God loves you my friend he sent Jesus to earth to die for you You're saying today, I want to make my peace with God. I'm not going to prolong this at all. I'm simply going to count to three and you say, John, that's me. I want to make my peace with God today. I want to walk with those feet of courage. I want to shine the light of Jesus. But before I can shine, I need Christ's light to shine in me. So I'm going to count to three, and all over this room, from the front to the back, online, you can just slip up your hand, stick an emoji in the chat, in the room. All I want you to do is slip up your hand, long enough and high enough so I can see it. Say, yes, pray for me. One, he loves you, my friend. Two, take the courage, have a moment right now and say, yes, i want to respond to Jesus. Three, just slip up your hand, nice and high. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Amazing, right at the back, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come on. So many people making their peace with God today. Amazing. All right, you can put your hands down. We're going to say this prayer together. It's going to come up on the screen at home. It's going to come up on the screen in the room. We're going to say it out loud together. Are you ready? Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus. Thank, you for dying for me thank you for dying for me to forgive all my sin and failures so that I can have a brand new start. Please come into my life and help me by the power of the Holy Spirit to trust and live for you. Amen. Come on, let's congratulate everyone who said that prayer. You moved from darkness into glorious light and we've got a gift for you. It's a modern translation of the Bible. Maybe you grew up and Found the Bible a little bit tricky and a little bit difficult. This is a real easy version of the Bible, and I encourage you to grab hold of it. Or you can download the Bible online, the Bible app. It's a great another way to to feed on the Word of God, the Light of Christ. And our team will be out there in the atrium. Uh, if you're online, you can download the app, and we'd love to connect with you. And i would encourage you to just to do a couple of things if you lifted up your hand in the service. Number one, make sure you take just a couple of minutes each morning to allow that light from the Bible to shine in your life. And two. If you feel comfortable, keep coming back to church because this is a place of light and life. And uh, it's a great atmosphere to grow your faith and be built up. So well done for making that courageous decision today. So one more time. Come on, let's thank everyone who made that decision online and in the room.